Erica. She'd made a mistake. A big mistake. No, make that a colossal mistake. One she might not be able to fix. Damn it all to hell, Monica thought, lying fully dressed on the cot in the cabin where she, barely 19 herself, was in charge of eight 11-year-olds. She had a semi-private room, a tiny space with an open window to a larger area where the girls slept in sleeping bags tossed over canvas and wood cots straight out of the 50s. Everything about this stupid camp was beyond retro, all due to the domineering rule of Jeremiah Dalton, the preacher who owned and ran this crap hole of a summer camp. Dalton was little more than a dictator, a man who claimed to be a strict follower of Christ, but he was one of the least Christian men Monica had ever met. A tall, imposing figure with sharp eyes and strong features, Dalton had a doctorate in theology and was so proud of it he expected everyone to call him doctor or reverend, even his wife and kids. How sick was that? Not that she could think about him now. She had bigger, more personal problems to deal with. She thought bitterly as she stared upward to the exposed rafters that supported the pitched ceiling. Through the open window, she heard the lonesome hoot of an owl over the ever-present sound of the surf pounding the cliffs not a quarter of a mile away. She checked her watch. Nearly midnight. The other girls would be gathering at the cove, waiting for her. They were counselors at Camp Horseshoe as well, and bitches, every damned one of them. She hated them all and wondered why she'd even drawn any of them into her confidence, especially Bernadette. What had she been thinking? Yeah, Bernadette Alsace could keep a secret, or at least Monica hoped so. But still, she should never have confided in the athletic girl with the sharp wit and even sharper tongue. Then there was Bernadette's younger sister, Annette. How in the world had that wimpy little tattletale gotten a job here? Barely older than the campers, Annette slunk around the cabins and rec hall, her tiny ears open, listening for gossip. Truth to tell, Annette with her wide eyes and not-so-innocent smile kind of freaked Monica out. Another freakoid bitch. Oh, bloody hell, she had to quit thinking and get going. She felt something inside her shift, but she could do nothing about it. She'd been pregnant, had even given Tyler the news that, like it or not, he was going to be a father had secretly hoped that he would change with learning the knowledge, that he would love her and marry her. She swallowed hard. That had been two weeks ago. Now everything had changed. She'd been spotting and cramping and... A deep sadness yawned within her. She hadn't planned on getting pregnant. No. Oh, God, no. Never. But it had happened and though she hadn't thought she'd wanted a baby. For fuck's sake, she was much too young to raise a child. She'd been disappointed at the thought of a miscarriage, her silly, romantic fantasies about a life with Tyler destroyed. He was so handsome, with his thick brown hair, square jaw, and eyes the color of steel. Feral, athletic, ready for any challenge, he was everything she'd ever wanted, she'd thought. And then the baby, and then no baby, and... Tears flooded her eyes, but she told herself it was for the best. Now they could both go on to college, and... 
and Tyler was free to marry Jobeth, the girl to whom he was nearly engaged. No, make that the bitch to whom he was almost engaged. At that thought, Monica winced. Cautiously, she raised up and peered over the windowsill into the main area of the cabin. The bigger room was dark, faintly illuminated by one nightlight. All of the cots were occupied, the girls dead asleep after a rigorous day of tending to the horses, swimming in the lake, Bible classes, and kitchen or latrine duty before an outdoor sing-along and prayer meeting. Lights out at ten, and after nearly a half hour of whispered gossip between her charges, they'd all fallen asleep. Even scaredy-cat Bonnie Branson, who was smaller than the other girls and had long blonde curls that had never seen a pair of scissors, was out. She slept each night clutching a ratty one-